Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Skill a Business. I'm Darwin, your host for today's episode, and I am with Paul Peckin, CEO and founder of Bablet. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm good as well. <laughs> Can I complain so far? So, by the way, um, Paul, um, could you please share share some information about you and what you're doing? Okay, so it's it's really fun. Our our journey started in 2010. Vablet uh-huh. actually is our brand. It is not our corporate name, but people mm-hmm. call us Vablet. And in Orange County, they used to call me Mister Vablet. So I'm never offended. In um, 2010, when Apple released the iPad, I was there the first day you could buy them. I bought two. And that night I was playing with apps and I was inspired by, I kid you not, the ABC player app that I could watch videos on my tablet. And this is, you know, over a decade ago. And I go, that's what I want to do. From the corporate perspective, I want to be able to put videos onto tablet. Video tablet gives you the name Vablet. Um, so you would have videos on these devices offline. The use case of which we went after were doctor's offices, um, where you would walk into a doctor's office and they would hand you a tablet and then you'd watch a video on an implant or an abutment or on a medical procedure in whatever language they had recorded for you. So you could understand what to do. So, um, we launched in December of 2010 in the iOS app store. Mm-hmm. Um, and we very quickly had some clients and we targeted regulated businesses. These are clients that have to keep track of their content. So from inception, we had the ability to put large media onto a tablet. It seems silly now that's very easy, but back in 2010, trying to put a two gigabyte file onto a tablet over the air mm-hmm. was not easy. Apple wanted you to put a cable and plug it into iTunes. So we figured out how to put large files on tablets and of course, PDFs and PowerPoints and all of that. But the goal was if I'm a sales rep and I'm walking into a doctor's office, I have five minutes twice a year with that doctor to convince them to buy what I am selling. Mm -hmm. We also want to save the world. So we didn't, we really wanted companies to get off of carbon. So imagine walking in with a tablet into a sales presentation and now one-on-one with your tablet and your customer or prospect showing them videos or slides of what you were trying to sell them. And then when you're all done with the meeting, you hit a button and we would send you a link and then you could stream and watch the video or look at the PDF. And we, we liked what we built. Uh, Most developers like what they create. And then we learned very quickly. So I'm a big fan of pivoting or partial pivoting. Um, that instead of selling one doctor at a time, it'd be easier to sell companies who have a lot of sales reps. So we, we pivoted a little bit from going for the waiting room to the, the people that sell to doctors and life sciences and bankers. So that was our, our niche is people that are regulated use our tool in 60 countries every day now mm-hmm. to as part of the selling process. Oh, wow. Amazing. Amazing. What a great um, history, actually. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that information here in our show, Paul. And also, how did you get get started in your industry? Um, we've 
I've been running a consulting firm since 2001. Uh Um, And in around 2006, one of our clients who was in the the dental industry and still a client today, uh, wanted to put um, digital signage in doctor's offices. So we wrote the software so they could put a big TV in a doctor's office and it would be looping videos of what the advertisers wanted to put in the office. So once we knew how to sell to medical device companies, we know they like video media. So we just, when we saw the iPad, we thought instead of selling digital signage player and our software, we could just do it all on the iPad. So we just migrated knowing medical device and then we pushed it onto the tablet. And most of our clients, when they first got introduced to our product, um, had never heard of anything like it. Um, the odd part is we're in an industry which is called sales enablement. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even know the, the term sales enablement. It's not a common term. So we're really are still a decade later trying to fi- find people that have brand awareness with sales enablement. Big companies know this, but if you're a small, medium-sized business, that if you have five salespeople, Vablet is very useful to you. They don't even know what to search for or what to look or that our entire industry, a $5 billion market exists. So it's it's a, it's definitely very fun and challenging, but it's never boring. Yeah. Actually, I visited your website as well earlier. And yeah, I think it's fun. <laughs> I must try this. And I will suggest this to all, to our, um, you know, um, leads as well. And also, can you explain how um, Bablet helps enterprises and SMBS deliver content to their mobile sales team? Sure. Um, a very common metric that sales enablement vendors all reference, and there have been many studies on this, it's all about um, sales reps spend 30% of their time looking for the right collateral. Mm-hmm. So first of all, Bablet is what's called the CMS, Content Management System. So um, typically an administrator, or if you're a really large company, several will be loading content into folders. And then for us, employees, depending on what part of your company you work for, they belong to groups. So when I invite a, a fo- when I add a file to Vablet, I say, this file goes to everybody kind of in the coronary group, and that's it. We automatically make sure that if you're in the coronary group, you get the file. In a regulated industry, if you show an old version of the file, you can be fined up to $500 every time somebody is showing the wrong version of the file. If you can control the administrators are controlling what files you're giving your salespeople, you know you will not run into any issues. Um, a, a good analogy would be in manufacturing, the content's not nearly as secured or as regulated, but if a salesperson has their old price sheet with them and they're quoting off an old price sheet, it doesn't look good when the client signs off. So not only is it helpful to people in regulated industries, but anytime there's a salesperson and they're meeting with their prospect, you can open the app, you can go through all the collateral or selling brochures. And then if you have an order form in Vablet, you can just take the order. So instead of a salesperson coming back to the office and emailing them the quote, while you're there, 
you can show them this is what it'll cost you, sign, we then bake the PDF, and then forward that to accounting automatically. So all a salesperson has to do is focus on the relationship and the selling process. They don't need to worry, is it the right version of the file? Is my invoice being sent to the wrong department? How do I know that my my order was received? Do I get acknowledgement? And so any sales and implement platform will handle that for you. We decided to go after people that are selling in the field. Um, that's There are a lot of salespeople that sell like SDRs and BDRs behind a desk all day, but there's another contingent of people that are in the field all day long. And those are the ones that really my sympathy goes out to because selling is a hard job. Going from office to office to office is not easy. So whatever I can do to make their life easier mm -hmm. is what we will keep our product doing. And as we see new technology like AI, what can we do to improve the selling process or remove any tension or friction in the selling process? And when COVID hit, right, our world got thrown upside down because the sales reps weren't visiting their doctors anymore. They were doing it remotely. Well, because Vabit runs on all the platforms, um, we don't care. So it would download the content onto your PC. And now when you're doing a Zoom or a Teams meeting, you're presenting, but I don't care if my servers for my company are slow or SharePoint is limiting file sizes. By having all my files with me, in this case, on a computer, not on my phone, it means I can have a really good presentation. Yeah. But now people call any time of the day and say, hey, can you send me this brochure? You need as a salesperson to be responsive. And that means you have to be able to work pretty much anywhere on any device at any time. And it's a very sad reality, but it's where we are today. And I don't think this hybrid selling world of, I don't know where you're gonna be tomorrow, I don't think that's gonna go away. Yeah, I totally agree for that one, Paul. And yeah, thanks for sharing that information as well in, in this show. And also, what benefits have client experience in terms of increased visibility into field activities through Fablet? Oh, okay, that's a great question. Um, so Fablet has three pillars. One, we have the, the content management. We can push content onto the device. Um, we can push as large or as many files as you want. We've got clients with 10,000 files on phones. And the third pillar of the Vablet are analytics. Marketing people would like to know how the collateral they're creating is being used. Am I creating uh, a two-minute video and people are only watching the first 45 seconds? That's an important metric. If I'm creating multi-page PDFs, are people engaging with them? And what pages are they engaging with? And it sounds very funny, but sentiment, does the person like the file that they're seeing? And if you could look at how long somebody's meeting with your salesperson, the overall meeting duration. Number two, how long are they actually looking at content? So if you're looking at page three for like four minutes, that means something really important happened on page three. So companies, A, are saving money and they have been for a decade. 
by not having to get paper and not having to update paper. Sales reps are happier because their device has made it simpler that they always have the right files. But three, marketing people can finally see what sales collateral is being used by the sales force. Is the sales force sharing that collateral with their prospects? And are their prospects actually engaging with that collateral as well? So without analytics, we really can't manage. And now marketing people, not managing the salespeople, managing the collateral of the salespeople can understand which collateral is being liked or used. If people are searching their collateral, what are they searching for? What keywords are important? Because that gives them an idea of what content you want to create. So it, it gives companies a lot of good analytics. And if you are in a regulated industry where they have to track every visit and every file shown, that's another benefit to having a tool like ours versus files and folders in the cloud that doesn't have reporting. You get to know these actionable insights, which is when we think about AI now, AI loves data. So imagine feeding AI all this data from us on what content people are looking at, and then you're feeding it data from your ERP system. Here's all these deals that have closed. So companies with our data plus their data can kind of figure out what collateral results in the sale. So it's a tremendous win for our clients. They save money, they become compliant, salespeople are happier. And that was the first survey question that we got back is, what would you say is your best response, your first response to using Bablet? And they go, it makes our salespeople happy. So I'm good. Um, so that's what we're up to. Yeah, awesome and amazing, actually. It's the useful. That's what I can say. Yeah. And also, what specific problem have um, Bablet's client been able to solve within the organization using the platform? Oh, well, so there are two. One is making sure the right version of the file is being shown. So that that is a, a problem in anybody in life sciences or financial services. That's one. And then two, um, some of our clients, they're working on the presentation minutes before it's being given. So now somebody can be working on a presentation in London. And the second they say post, it now is being pushed out to all the tablets in the world so they can make sure that they can get content delivered quicker, more efficiently. And because of analytics, they know that who should have the file, who does actually have the file, mm -hmm. and they know now what they're doing with it. So we help them distribute their content faster and um, once again, be compliant. And, and we also increase sales velocity because every salesperson, you know, you want to end that question would that be check or, you know, or charge, or do I take an order? Mm -hmm. The fact that we have a forms tool built into our, our software, you can take the order when you're done. And now starting about four years ago with companies like Vidyard, right. Send a little video saying, Hey, Darwin, thank you very much for meeting with me yesterday. Here are the three things we talked about. Oh, You're in a sales meeting. I pick my three things. I want to email you. I record a video all within Bablet. So then it sends you that video and then the three files we talked about. So it's custom to that person. 
but you don't have to fumble and learn other tools and record. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, in regulated industries, if a stockbroker talks to you, it needs to be recorded. That's just the law. So to have that little recording even saved of what you said to me or what I said to you mm -hmm. in your file means that should anything happen, we have proof of exactly what did happen. So it, it, it keeps our clients from getting into trouble. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, actually, it's so great. So yeah, I must recommend this actually. <laughs> so thank you so much for that one. And also as a CEO, I'd like to ask this for you. So can you walk us through to your overall business strategy? <laughs> well, okay. Our strategy, because we're mature, right? We've been doing this now for 13 years. So um, one, the product has to be reliable. So our, our strategy, make sure the customer is happy. is is yeah. it's, it's really paramount to us. And then two, we've, I've always believed in this. Listen to your customers. So your customers will give you suggestions on how to improve your product. And my advice would be, so in our, our we have a culture of listening. Um, every time a customer makes a recommendation or not, whether we think it's a good idea or a bad idea, we log it into our, our, our issue tracking system. And then we have monthly meetings with our large clients and we go over what have we just released. And we also say, We've been thinking about adding this feature. How do you think your reps will use it? So when we build, we're not building features into our tool that we think are fun and we think should be in there. Most of the enhancements that we make to our platform are coming from our users. So it makes the users, people want to be heard. So it makes our users really feel heard and because we talk to the, the training managers and the VPs of marketing and the VPs of sales, and they're getting feedback right from their staff on how they can improve, you know, do their jobs. And they tell us, so we really do view our clients as our partners and we want them to be successful. And because our strategy is the customer comes first, listen to the customer and make sure our product works. Um, which is a lot harder with mobile than most people get a credit for. Um, we've been able to, to grow and to scale. And we're very fortunate that when reps leave big companies to join small medical device companies, um, we typically will get a phone call saying, I really liked Vablet at XYZ firm. Can I get it for my new firm? But we're little. And the answer is we will always say yes, which a good salesperson will do because we know we can scale. And you may be eight salespeople today, and you may be 400 salespeople in three years. We don't know. Yeah. We just wanna make sure that if you're happy at eight, you're also gonna be happy when you get to 400. And then ultimately, right, like everybody else, we would much rather have them at 4,000 seats, but we, we cover all ends of the spectrum. And I think understanding the little guy that doesn't have a lot of time or patience to learn anything new. If you can keep the little guy really happy, I think it, it says a lot for your product and your company. Mm -hmm. I totally agree for that one, Paul. And yeah, um, thank you again for that information. So now, um, 
How did you stay up to date with the latest trend and development in your industry? Two to three hours a day of reading. So I'm I, I I'm I'm on my my phone, my tablets uh -huh. all the time. I'm reading I'm reading from marketing Sherpa. I'm reading well marketing experiments. See what's new in marketing. I get a lot of newsletters from the American Medical Association, the the American Marketing Association. So I'm always watching and then we're all technologists so with ai we're always looking for fun things that we can do and challenge and try so we're 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 like kids playing with legos right somebody sends us a picture of um the death star we're going to try to build it and we're going to see if we like it or not um so i'm always learning and i think my entire staff that's one quality that we definitely look for when we hire is people that liked to be learners yeah. and not everybody likes to be learning. It's definitely harder learning when you get older than when you're really young, but the world's evolving. We need to evolve with it. And the best way to do that, watch YouTube videos, read newsletters, contribute to forums on LinkedIn. So it's, it's exhausting, but it's very fun. Yeah. And the rate of change in it, it, it has been, incredible right this last 10 years and now with everybody looking about how we can best implement ai to make the world a better place it's like all of a sudden now we have a lot more tools to build than we've ever had in the past so it is a very exciting time to run a company and to be in tech mm -hmm. yeah actually i totally agree for that one that learning is too important it's because, you know, um, just like me, actually, um, podcasting is not my forte, actually. But since, um, yeah, um, our CEO pushed me, actually, he didn't push me, but I like it as well because I like to know what's the process here. And also, I'd like to, you know, um, talking to people and to get some information that I could apply to myself because I run a business as well. So this is one of the important thing why I do this, even that. <laughs> I'm not too good, I know, <laughs> but yeah, I try my best at least, you know, um, I could, um, maybe someday I could run my podcasting channel. So yeah. And also, by the way, um, Paul, uh, I didn't notice that we're now on the last question. So this is too important, actually, because we'll need to include this to the podcast title. So if anybody wants to connect or anyone there thinking about working with you or partnering with you, maybe where's the best place they can go or what is the best way to do that? So I would just go to our website, right? Vablet.com, tablet with a V and just hit contact us or get a demo and you can just, it'll reach. I, I get copied on everything which comes from the website. So just say I'm interested and yeah, you could email support at vablet.com, but just go to the website and fill in any of the call to actions. It'll get, to our, our, our staff on the top end. It's not, we look at everything that comes through because we don't know if you want to be a partner or a customer. So we, we take every lead that comes from the website seriously. And I think anybody that's starting out with a business, when you build a funnel, I think it's really important to make sure that the, the people that are running the company get to see what's being filled in on the funnel so you can understand Right. The efficiency of your marketing of yeah. who's interested in your product. So just go to our website, a tablet with a V, Vablet, 
and we're here to help, whether it's a partner, how can it help my industry? I've got field salespeople. And also just one thing about a sales enablement tool that we mobile first is a lot of people when you're not in the United States don't have internet during the day. They're in the field all day long. So imagine you want to collect data at an archaeological dig. You have forms, you fill them out, you get back to Wi-Fi, you synchronize. So thinking about the, not everybody is fortunate enough to have Wi-Fi or cellular. So it, it's important really to think right beyond just our little horizon of what you think you know and, and just be open and always be a learner. I think that's that's critical. But finding us is easy. And if you go to LinkedIn and you search for Valet, you'll find my profile. We're not, we're not hiding. We're very transparent. Um, and we truly, if you see me on LinkedIn and you say, Hey, Paul, can sales enablement work for this industry? I will tell you, and I will respond back. So, um, we really are here to help. Yeah, actually I, um, open your LinkedIn profile earlier so that I could um, get some information about you and about Biblet. So thank you, Lincoln. So another pure of Lipgood Gold we have acquired today from the guests. And it's a really, really our pleasure, um, Paul, that you have here in our show. So thank you so much. And by the way, Paul, before this interview will be end, um, do you want to thank someone there or do you want to say something? This is to both salespeople. We know that it's a very hard world right now. And you have really our, our truest sympathies because it's it's sales cycles are longer, finding the right customer is harder. And remember that the self-guided buyer's journey that you've been told that you can learn everything by going to a website. Most websites and most companies we deal with try to talk to somebody at that company to ask them about the product and how it works for you. Make make a salesperson really work for the customer. Because there's a lot of knowledge that people have in our heads that you may not see if you come to our website. And, and like I said, always be helpful and pay it forward because you never know who's going to be the next Google of tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, thank you so much for that one, um, Paul. And guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much as well for sticking here with us. If you got any value for today's episode, we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast. If there's someone there um, thinking about growing a business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today, go out, implement it, execute, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear your wins. And above all, thanks for being here with us today. We really appreciate it a lot and see you in the next one. Cheers. <laughs>